Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Unexplained World Internet Radio Broadcast. With your host, Edward Shanahan, a paranormal, spiritual observer, and psychic reader, along with Annette, a high priestess, and psychic reader. The Unexplained World is a location where the border between the natural and supernatural may become nothing more than fuzzy, so enjoy. Hello listeners, welcome to the June 6th broadcast of The Unexplained World with your host, Edward Shanahan, it's me and Annette. Hello, Annette. Hello, how are you tonight, Ed? I'm doing fine, how are you doing, kid? I'm hanging in there, had a busy day today. <laughs> the show kind of snuck up on me tonight. <laughs> and here I am. I want to leave that happen to you. <laughs> you know I that. know, oh, I know, you're a good helper to help me around, remember what I'm doing. <laughs> Unless you uh, were disconnected from your phone. Otherwise, uh, I wouldn't let that happen. We are waiting for our guest, Witch Dragon, to uh, call in tonight. And um, the number's right up there on the board, Witch Dragon. And I talked to her during the week, and everything's honky-dory, so we're just waiting for her to call. Yeah. Um, were you hit by any of that uh, thunderstorms we had last night? You know, we did get some thunderstorms, but I think my lake effect helped. Um, it seemed to uh, just be a storm, but I, I did hear my sister-in-law call me to say that, uh, oh, look out, there's a tornado coming your way, and actually it woke me up, <laughs> the phone yeah. call. So I went back to sleep, and I snored through the whole thing, I'm sure. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Well, I, I, got, a, I got a fast idea right now If uh, as we wait for Witch Dragon. I'm going to make an announcement or two. And if um, she doesn't call in right away, why don't you talk a little bit about, uh, <clears throat> I know you got it down pretty well, Pat, about um, Indian Dunes and the lady that the people see there. Okay. Okay. You know, okay. Yeah. Diana so, uh, Dunes? Yes, Diana the Dunes. Well, right now I'd like to say that next Sunday, next Sunday, which is June 13th, we will be holding a freebie at the Haunted Humphrey House, John Senator John Humphrey House in Orland Park. Um, it's going to be a tour, a historical tour, an open house from 1 till 5 p.m. Also, they plan on opening up the cabins, um, original cabins that were in Orland Park. The address of that is 9830 West 144th Place in Orland Park, Illinois. There's no cost. I'll be there. Investigation team will be there and stuff like that. And um, I believe Witch Dragon has called in right now. So let's, uh, yes. let's see if this is her. Hello, Witch Dragon. Is that you? Hi. And, yeah, it's uh, sex is wrong, male, but okay. I'm, my voice is a tight tad misleading, I'm afraid. Well, accept our apology. Oh, yeah, I, that's fine. I get it all the time. So, no, don't worry. I just feel kind of embarrassed, but... 
sex is normal for me. So it's, you know, okay. <laughs> well, it wasn't like John Witch Dragon, so. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's totally fine, you know. Well, welcome to the show, Witch Dragon. How are you this evening? Thank you. It's an honor and a pleasure, and I'm, I'm well. You know, other than the slight nervousness, which should go away soon, I'm good. Thank you for having me on. Okay. And where are you calling from? Where are you from in the country? New Jersey. New Jersey. In Jersey, okay. Good. Okay. Annette, uh, which dragon you're talking to Annette, and we've talked, and I'm sorry about the um, blunder on my part. Oh, no, 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 it's happened my entire life, so I'm I'm practically used to it, so. You know what I think it is, Annette? You know what I think it is? Yeah. I know some heavy-duty smoking bartenders, females, you know, they had a voice like that, but, you know. My 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 blunder. Witch Dragon, we are talking about um discussion is the other kin Terrians and Wares. Okay. Yeah. And uh last night I actually watched the uh movie The Wolfman. And uh, Oh, lovely movie. Yeah. Yes. Enjoyed it, enjoyed it, enjoyed it. But I go all the way back to the Ryan Cheney days, you know, so uh I really enjoyed the enjoyed the movie. Um, so, and I, uh, kind of think, you know, I, you know, it's a possibility. Let's, now, and that's up on this stuff also. Um, other kin, what would, what would be classified as that? Okay. Uh, other kin essentially are, you know, people for various reasons, you know, be it mystical or psychological or mental, et cetera you know, who basically identify in some way as non-human. Now, for example, that would be the most common seem to be dragons, griffins, phoenixes, for example, of course, and there's elves and other mystical creatures or beings, I should say, basically, other kin. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, where? how did that come about, may I ask? I mean, how did the... Is it all mystical type of writings, or do you believe, or are there people that have actually claimed to have seen them? Hmm. Um, I think I understand what you mean, but um, just so I can answer it properly, I'm trying to, do you mean, you know, when did it all start, you mean? No. Oh. Yeah, when, did, when, when was it, um, basically, when did it evaluate, uh, when did it, when did the, Talking about. Uh, oh, you mean? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say. Do you mean when? You mean when did the whole other kin as a whole start? You mean? Yes. Oh, okay. I think I, I'm. I'm sorry. That's what I thought you meant, but I just want to make sure I understood you correctly. Um, from from my what I've looked online and you know just in general, <laughs> I think the word other kin in general from a first. Sorry for repeating myself. Um, in general, I think started in '95 from a few elven sites, but I am sure other kin have always been around, just maybe not use this, that the term other kin. But I think the first, if I'm properly understanding, you know, uh-huh. what you're saying, which I think I do, is I think technically in, in the late 90s, basically. At least the, the term other kin has started in the late 90s, if I'm correct. Okay. But I'm sure all throughout history, even yeah. ancient times, people have felt akin to being something like other kin. Oh, so yeah. kin probably meaning in close relationship with man, 
but different than your standard human being plowing a field or mending a fence, et cetera. Oh, absolutely. Yes, that's what I was trying to say. You know, so but yes, I'm sure it, it has always been around. Just, I'm just sure the no one's used other kin up until the late '90s, though. But yes, it's, yeah, yeah, sure. it's more of a common type of term for our, our times. Oh yes, absolutely. Which dragon? Exactly tell me about can. tell me about the term Therian. You know, it's okay. it's hard to find this kind this this topic to do some research on. So, <laughs> tell us about Therians and wares. Of course, wares more course. with the animal side of things, perhaps. Yes, yes. Let me um, let me make sure I correct. Um, this is a slight, you know, term definition, of course. Sure, Therian sure. Where Ther- technically, give or take, is the same thing, except more of the Therian community prefer to be called Therians to to distinguish themselves from the from the fictional version of themselves. If you're like werewolves, you know, because people don't want they don't want to be confused with the type that you see in fiction, you know, like on Twilight and or True yeah. Blood. Just just for an just so most prefer to be called Therian, but I also, but yet it's kind of confusing because some do use where, such in like some of the sites that I go on, such as you know where list or where store. So it, it's I, it's a bit confusing. That's why I said I think when I talked to Ed earlier, um, the last we talked on our pre uh, I think conversation, why well, I said Therian and where, just because some I do believe do use the word where, but most do prefer Therian. Just I just want to give you a little side note, of course. Um, and a, okay, so wait, well, it's it's still more confusing now. Um, a Therian would be someone who is finds themselves feeling very much uh, closely related to an animal of some sort, right? Um, yes. Even yes. taking on the aspects of the animal, like a shape shifting kind of motif. Am I correct with that? Um, yes. Depending on who you talk to, I would say yes. They definitely. You know, identify with animals such as wolf, you know, or yeah. wolf seeming to be most common, or fox okay. the other common. So, yes, for an example, to answer your question, yes. So, do you consider yourself a Therian, witch dragon? That's a good question. See, tech, uh, most of the time, mostly Therians are animals that have lived or do live presently. I mean, oh, okay. I, at least as a whole, I mean, some do. there are some Therian dragons in some cases, but... I myself technically do not consider myself a Therian. I, okay. I, I would consider myself more in other kin category. Okay, you know, even, because even you I find yourself more drawn to the dragon. Is that correct? Yes. yes. Okay. And Phoenix for myself as well, but yes. Phoenix, you said? Phoenix as well, yes, ma'am. Okay, okay, interesting. So when you're taking on those aspects, um, I perform witchcraft, and it, within oh, that... Okay, you can shapeshift. So is that kind of where we're going with this idea? Yes. Is that it's a shape-shifting yes. type of a thing where you're kind of, you're taking on the role, you're seeing through the eyes of the animal or the beast? Yes. Okay. I mean, let me just make sure I clarify, and, you know, most of the community does not believe in physical shape-shifting. I just want to make sure I point that out there. Well, yeah, you got to, it's a metaphysical type of a thing. Yes, yes, I just want to make sure I'm out there. Which dragon doesn't really have drags or breathe fire out of his nose? <laughs> I wish, let me tell you, I, I, would, I would be in Europe right now, but that's a whole other story. But, okay, uh, but, if but, I may, but you, 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 use, you use this technique for magic, um, would you say, primarily, I, or in, in, in life? My, um, in my case, because I can only speak for myself, of course. Yeah, of course. I don't want to speak for anyone else, because uh, that's not no. right, but... For myself, yes, I, I do primarily my phoenix form. I do 
in my case, of course, do, you know, shift when I do use magic. So, yes. Okay, so that's when it comes out. That's when your dragon side emerges, is during your magical workings. Yes, although mostly phoenix side, but yes, both at times. Oh, okay, 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 so you're kind of working a dual aspect, okay. Yes. Okay. Um, During your everyday life. Can I cut in right now, before we get any further, before I can't um, get onto this question. I got a question to ask then, okay? Yes. And I'm going to throw it out to Annette since you brought it up, Annette. When you say you sh- you shift shape 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 shifting, uh-huh. yeah, during your um, working your witch um, working magic, uh-huh. which, yeah, working magic. Can you explain it to me? Because it's the first time I've heard it out the, of your the mouth. The process, yeah. Tell us about the process of shape shifting, witch dragon, if you would. Okay. Um, there's a few different kinds of shape shift, shape shifting. Excuse me. Um, I'll go in the times that I primarily go to just to give it a little. Yeah, more tell us all about you. Okay. All right. Primarily, how I shift, and I've sort of shifted as a child, of course, without realizing it, of course, until later. It seems, you know, how I shift first, and how it's always, you know, begin is I mentally shift. Like, in my case, I. I mentally see myself shift and become, you know, my dragon self or my other self, if you will. And, okay. and But in my case, it's not like I have, like, you know, a whole wild animal dragon, there you go, at least not for me. It's more I visually see myself, you know, as in my dragonic form or my phoenix form, of course, or just whoever I'm shifting into in general. So in my okay. case, I mentally and slash visually shift, where I, I literally become that person or my true dragonic form. And also how I, how my other shift happens is when I astral project or mental project, however the case shall be, I I seem to shift more naturally that way. So in my case, and then sorry, I'm just trying to make sure I say this correctly. Um, so when I do shift, it's astrally and mentally. But mm-hmm. to, but answer your question a little bit more to the magic part. When I'm using magic, I do mentally you know shift slash visually shift when I'm, you know, casting a spell or a mental, you know, visualization, of course. I hope I'm answering So it's, it's like seeing your astral self as yes. a dragon. Absolutely. Or yes. a phoenix. Yes. Either way. And through that, you gain more power in your intention with your magic, and it, 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 it uh, intensifies your magical workings. Yes. Does now, that help you, Ed? <laughs> during a meditation type of Yes. Scenario? Okay. All right. Hmm. Where you're putting yourself into a a state of mind that feels like the form of a beast or an animal, a creature of some sort. Yeah. All right. And it just gives you the the power. It's like having a very powerful totem animal for the Native Americans, let's say, where they see themselves as the bobcat or as the crow, et cetera. you know, witches from olden times, you know, they would say, oh, the, the the theory ran that you would become the black cat and stalk the night and find out your bidding through the eyes of the cat, like a, a familiar or something. So it's the same kind of a concept. You're switching your me, yes, ma'am. mind. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's okay. I'm just trying to explain it so everybody out there oh, yeah. who's listening can have an idea of what a shape-shifting thing is, is why it's good, why it's purposeful. Oh yes, I just want to. I just want to also make sure not to repeat myself that I can only speak for myself on this one. You know, I can't. Absolutely. Speak for 
Okay, just want to make sure. Yeah. So tell us which dragon, when you're out there in the community, uh, let's say everyday lifetime, do you find yourself, oops, slipping into the phoenix? Oh, maybe a smell or a sight or a sound or an emotion draws you to that when you're not expecting it? Does that ever happen to you? Um, I can definitely, it doesn't happen all the time. But, yes, it, I do uncontrollably shift sometimes, not so much as I get older, it seems, but it, but it does happen on occasion. Like, something will trigger it. But it's, a, it's not like it's happened, like, so frequently, like, I'm like, oh, my, you know, I can't be in public. But it does happen on occasion. Most people wouldn't even notice if they looked at me, quite frankly. It does think I'm a little odd or whatever. But then again, in fairness, most people think I'm a little odd anyway. So, you know, they really <laughs> wouldn't know the difference. So... It's not like, okay, so oh, it I does happen. Oh. Yes, oh yeah, it happens. Okay. Um, are there other Therians, wares, other kin, aside just from being online or chatting, etc., um, that you can have community with? Are there ever gatherings of these people that have the same school of thought that you do? Mm, yes, that has happened. I have, I've been to a, a howl once, you know, um, you know, oh, cute. in person. I knew I knew the person already because we met a few times, so that part was a little easier. So I have, you know, been to an official, you know, or semi-official Howell gathering, and I mostly, you know, and if, or otherwise I just meet people offline to hang out and stuff, pretty much like you would in any other situation. So, yes, or I like have. Wiccans or mm-hmm. Druids or anybody absolutely. trying to get together that are the same mind. Oh yes, absolutely. So, so yes, how I fun have, is a Howell? <laughs> it must be a real hoot. <laughs> It has been. I mean, it's it's mostly, honestly, you know, mostly at at least this one I've been to, you know, was mostly just you know people hanging out and talking about, you know, oh, okay. their own different experiences, you know, and of course mostly when most of the people went away, you know, real, you know, quick. It was just mostly you know, my friend and you know a few others that tried astral projecting before, you know. So in that part it was a little different, but other th- other than that, before that it was just pretty much like a regular gathering talking and. Oh, okay. Experience of watching movies. Okay. Okay. I guess I, in my mind, I would just imagine it as you know a room full of let's say witches. You know, we can all really conjure and gather and circle. I can just imagine. I would imagine that wares or Therians or other kin could really, you know, harness themselves together as a group. And wow, what kind? You know, that would be a very creative force. I would imagine. Uh, it, it, I'm sure. Actually, it probably would be. It just didn't happen in this case. But I'm sure in other houses. That may have happened or may happen if someone thought of it, I'm sure. So okay. I think it really just okay. depends. All right. Ed, you got anything for me? Yeah, now when you're out in public, are you, maybe do you get a hint? Do you, are you aware of somebody that could be a Therian or awares um, without saying anything? Hmm, that's actually a very good question. Um, honestly, the only thing I can attest to that is just basically I can just feel like someone, you know, different. It could be a magical difference, of course, because, you know, there's the witch thing for me, you know, in my case, of course. You know, or it could just be something like, you know, maybe because they're psychic. I don't know. or But I have kind of like, I think I got a perfect way I can describe, describe this. Excuse me. Um, basically, I, I, it's basically I'm not really comfortable around most people. Or, you know, in general, you know, or as I would say, you know, or people have said mundane people, if you will, non-magical or non-Farian you know, people, if you will. But mm-hmm. there, but sometimes I'm comfortable around most certain people who are 
either Therian or Ware, or, yeah, I'll say Therian, you know, because that's what most people use, or other kin or, you know, magically inclined, you know, or psychics. There is certain times where I do feel more comfortable, and I can't place it why exactly, unless I actually look. You know, it's not like, and it doesn't mean I'm always right, of course, when I look, but there, there's something that just makes me a little more comfortable around someone, more than I normally would be. So, to answer your question, I think it's possible I might have, but I can't say for sure. But it has happened where I feel that something's just a little bit different. So, okay. to answer, yeah. Now, with the Therians, let's say, uh, like when you were talking about um, the change, is it possible people can be, you know, besides good, with good there's always evil. Are there people that can become like a Jekyll and Hyde type of scenario? With well, the, I'm sorry, go ahead. Good question. That is a good question, actually. I put it like this. I think that's possible with anybody and anything, be they, you know, in a, re- a regular person, if you will, or a fair or other kin or, you know, anyone magical for that matter. I think it depends, honestly. So I think it just depends on the person, what's happened in their life as a whole, you know, what they've mm-hmm. been through experience-wise, so, and how they react to certain things, you know, certain traumas they would have. So basically I think it depends on the person rather than a, than because they're fair specifically, or other kin for that matter. I think it just depends on the person, quite frankly. Okay, because um, I think we see the I think we see the werewolf movies, and we see that when that person changes to their animal form, it's out of their human control all of a sudden, and it seems like you know that basic you know primal instinct takes over for the animal, and a human being is lost until the time of the change back. So I think that maybe you know Ed's question kind of comes out of that a little bit, don't you think, Ed? Where you know, you switch to an animal, do you really have control? So how about this witch dragon? When you switch to your phoenix or dragon persona, do you think that you lose a little bit of your human control because you almost have to let go and let that creature take over in order for it to be a full a full shapeshift? Do you think that's the same with you? Um, yes and no. Yes, in the sense that I do have to give up certain control. Like I have to, you know... How can I say this? Um, you know, not doubt it so much, let it go, within reason, of course. So, yes, in that sense, I agree, it does happen. However, I still have to remember I can't just act only in any old kind of way in public. I have to, you know, control myself and make sure I keep, you know, make sure I don't draw, at least anymore in my normal life, any more attention to myself than I should have. So I have to always try and keep some things in check so I don't, just completely all, you know, do something I'm going to regret or do something illegal or just something I've just endangered myself or someone else. So there has to be a certain amount of control, and I would sure. think most other kin or therians would agree with me on that. I mean, we do have the instincts, depending, you know, what animal one side is, speaking of therian or certain other kin or, you know, certain other kin. So there, ha- so there is a certain instinct that does kicking, I feel, but we still have to try and maintain the human aspect, if you will, that keep us from doing something that we should not do. Something immoral. Okay. Yes, yes. Something you wouldn't do normally. Like when they, when you, someone is, is being hypnotized, they exactly. would not, even when they're under hypnosis, would not act outside of their normal moral agenda. Okay. Exactly. Put it like this. We can't use an excuse to go do something we shouldn't do. 
Okay. Good. That's good. It's very responsible. That's great. <laughs> now, a question to both of you ladies. Um, can a person be trained to experience this? I would say yes. I would say so. I just think it depends on a person who's more, how can I say this, more open to it, and it depends on one school of thought, too. And most of the theory and other kin community, no one in this day believes that one can be turned. But then again, if you look at it, if I'm understanding, I don't know too much about shamanistic um, practices, but I think that, you know, in, in a shamanistic way, if you're a shaman, then I would say yes, but a Therian or other kin, eh, it gets a little debatable. I don't, it's not like anyone can be turned to a Therian or other kin, at least at present anyway, or if, if so, it's debatable at the moment. So they're but more hereditary then? I would, I mean, a lot of other kin and Therian, you know, kind of debate over that. I personally think it can be. It just depends on the circumstance, honestly. So, yes, it depends. So you, you could be born that way or you could train to become so. Well, how can I, um, I, let me, yeah, I think most, you know, people who are there and other can, are definitely born this way. I mean, definitely for the most part do not choose it. Okay, I definitely okay. Say that. I can definitely say that much. I'm sorry if I, I think I misunderstood a little bit of the question. I apologize. Okay. That's my no, opinion. no, you're, that's fine. That's where, that's where I'm trying to go. Do we feel okay. like we're born that way or, for like, the, you know? For the, for the yeah. most part, yes. For the most okay. part, yes. I mean, I'm sure there's some people who feel differently, and that's fine. But I think as a whole, most of us, I know I am, certainly have been born this way and would not necessarily choose this for, you know, ourselves. Okay. So the shape-shifting, you don't think, you're saying a person can't be trained to do that? It more oh, or less yes. Has to- oh, I think, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I think, I, I mean, I think anyone primarily can be trained to shift. The only okay. difference is, how can I say this where it makes sense? Um, I, I mean, anyone could technically be trained to, you know, shift mentally or whatever. I mean, like, mm-hmm. like in shamanistic mm-hmm. practice. Like, so I do think, yeah, shifting itself, yes. But that doesn't necessarily make you a Therian or other kin, though. That just means okay. you're, you're good at shifting. Okay. If that makes sense. No, yeah, it does. That's where I was. It was like the question I was coming from, and that brought it up. And it kind of, you know... Some, a lot of you are you inherit this. You're able to do this, um, and others possibly could be trained to uh, shape shift. But it doesn't. It sounds like you don't go to the full level that somebody that inherit inherit, you know, has the ability by um, birth to do it. So um, interesting. Very interesting. Which dragon, would you say that if you could go back and be reborn, would you choose this? I heard you say, I don't know if I would choose this for myself. Would you, you know, if you could make a choice, would you not choose to be other kin? I don't know, actually. And, and, I'll, and I'll explain a little bit of it, of course. Um, the thing is, it's brought me some good things, and it's probably some bad things. I mean, some of them probably because I made my own mistakes when I was younger, so I don't know. But I, I can't really change it now. But if would I do it again? Honestly, I don't know. I really do not know, actually. Okay, so there's a there's a hair of doubt there. Like maybe a yeah. different life would be something. Okay, okay. That's totally fair. Some people who are born with the sight or you know the feel. 
don't would say, man, if I could go back and I would like to be a normal person. <laughs> you know, I've heard that before. So, okay. Now, what type of magic do you practice? I when we talked, you said you enjoyed the show we had with the gypsy on there, talking about gypsy yeah, magic. Very much uh, so. What type do you prefer? Okay. Is it um, the gypsy um, type or. I never practice it. I just find it interesting more, rather. If I, I mean, I would like, I always like to learn, but I would never do anything without, you know, learning properly because I just don't think that's right. And plus, it's not my culture per se, so I'd have to really, really learn it, and then, you know, to give a quick explanation and really, really make sure I have all the proper understanding before I even do that. But that being said, the magic I primarily use is basically, other than calling on deities or magical beings. I really do, you know, like using some, of course, for my own deities, of course, dragon goddesses and gods' magic and calling on them to help me, you know, use my magic. But I also love, you know, the Greek gods, you know. I, so I, there's like my first or second love when I was first coming up in my awakening, if you will. You know, okay. you know thanks Hercules and Xena for that. But <laughs> uh, that's, And also there's the Norse and some Egyptian and Diana from the Roman Pantheon. So I'm a, so currently I have a little bit of a, a mix of, you know, ways I use practice magic or call on the deities. But I really do, I really do have more of a flair, it seems, as well, you know, for more darker magic. Not like evil or anything, but, you know, I, I try and read some books on, you know, like Nocturnal Magic by Constantinos, I believe his name is. Stuff mm-hmm. like that really interests me, actually. You know, so that's pretty much the magic I tend to practice. Well, then maybe that's your dragon pulling you that way, then, huh? I think so. In my case, definitely, I definitely believe that is the case. Actually, what kind of a dragon? Which dragon do you ter- do you change? Um, do you mean color? Yeah, color, size. Okay. Um, okay. Majesty. <laughs> <laughs> Describe um, your dragon, if you would, okay. and your phoenix. All right, well, in your okay. phoenix form, are you fire or are you bird? Tell us all about it. Okay, I'll, I'll be happy to. Um, my my dragon form, you know, is half white on one side and black on the other side. You know, ah, okay. yeah, it, it would you know be classified, I guess, as a Western dragon. So, because I don't, I mean, it definitely doesn't look Asian, so I can say that much. So, definitely Western. Okay. And, and you know, kind of like a horn on top of my head, almost like a ponytail, if you will. Not a big one, just, you know, like a medium-sized one. And my dragon form, at least how I perceive it, is basically human size except the neck, and you know, is a little bit taller than a human, of course. But other than okay. that, technically, give or take a human-sized one, more or less. Okay. And, cool. Um, yeah, well, I think so. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and I, I, I find it very interesting that it's black on one side and white on the other. Yeah. You know, well, it's, it's I, that I, duality of, you know, Good and bad, light and dark. You know, without one, there cannot be the other. I totally understand, but that's that's <laughs> that's, that's cool. Me. And my phoenix form is sky blue. You know, oh, and, and I can okay. turn the flames on and off if I want to. Okay. So definitely can do that. So bird-like and you know, all with the fire thing, and you know more at least how I you know well yeah I just see it that way you know and my you know have a bit of a feathers like braid in the back, so that's pretty much what my phoenix form looks like. Oh, okay, I'll give you a better example also as well. You know like the phoenix in the phoenix saga from X-Men? 
If you don't, it's okay. If, um, it's X, I know the Marvel X-Men. comics. Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, my Phoenix form is not like that, but the beak I have is kind of like that. Okay. So just just to give you a little content on what you know my Phoenix form looks like, just to you know give you a little more idea. So that's pretty yeah. much you know what my what I look like, give or take. Okay, pretty exciting. I like the fact that you can turn the Phoenix fires off and on. Yeah, that's definitely convenient. Let me tell you. <laughs> now, how how um does the dragon get angry? That's a interesting. That just popped in my head that question. And right. if it does, what type of what happens? Let me ask that. Okay, um, that's actually a very good question. Um. Let me say it like this. The dragon is me and I'm the dragon. I mean, in my personal way I perceive this, if you will, mm-hmm. is that I don't really feel as separate from me. I mean, obviously I'm still in human form, so blah, blah, blah. All right. I, so I still have to live a human life. But I also feel I'm non-human too, you know. So the dragon is me and I'm the dragon, as I know I just said. But so if I'm angry, my dragon self I'm sure is angry. But sometimes, to answer your question also in another way, and it's only happened once so far that a part of my dragon will get triggered to be angry before I'm actually angry, or at least be more honest about it, I should say, rather. You know, okay. something will just trigger it. So to answer your question, it's both. Okay. Now, is there a wrath, <laughs> I guess you could say, um, <clears throat> when the dragon gets angry? I'm sorry, say that again? Okay. Let's say... Now, would you manifest it in front of somebody if you were, let's say you got angry at me and the dragon came out, would I? Kind of like a Hulk question. Oh, oh, well, unless someone can actually see it psychically, I'm not technically sure they could. So I'm not even sure. I mean, mean, it's, it's interesting, don't get me wrong. I never even thought of that before, to be honest, but. For me, I don't, I don't know. I mean, let's. Or if someone knew you very you. well, okay. If someone knew you so well that okay. they would say, "Which dragon? Your dragon side is really showing." Well, that would be a first. And okay, okay. And, now and, that they and, couldn't and actually they, see it with their eyes, but know that that was oh, happening well, with you. Okay, that, that's a better. That yeah, I, I was like, ah, the mind. Sorry, I misunderstood. Just a touch. Um, the only person that knows me very well next to my brother of course or my sister destiny is my mom and yeah that's never happened to my knowledge so yeah and they are all aware of of the fact that you are other kin are they all the family knows that that's how you feel oh yeah yeah they all know they all definitely (laughs) is that touchy subject (laughs) for some yes and for some no so okay yeah let's just yeah definitely it's I'm going to give a bit of contents. Okay, some are encouraging and some are okay with it, and some one's just very, very, very opposed to it. I mean, okay. let's just say I'm a bit of the weirdo in the family, or at least one of the current ones. And the I'm black just weird dragon? Well, I'm just weird I'm teasing no like a black sheep, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So I, I pretty much stand out no matter what I do. So even if I wasn't other kin or magically inclined, I'm afraid I'd still be weird, honestly. So it just doesn't help. So, yeah, it's kind of okay, like, that's cute. here we go. Okay. I guess my question was, 
the uh, the dragon ever take over the personality? And uh, uh, what can I say? Um, yeah, the, you know, we talk about. Um, I believe there's a form. Let's say I was able to tap into something on my side, and would and maybe at a time that would take over that personality or whatever would come out and it wouldn't be me. That's where I was coming from about that, where you might not have control of the dragon or do you always have control of the scenario, the situation? That's a very good question. I'm sorry. Uh, that's, a, that's a very good question, actually. Honestly, to my knowledge, it's never happened, at least to my knowledge. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure I'm pretty much aware of everything because, um, to be honest, I'm a bit of okay, I'm a lot of a control freak, quite frankly, and, and I obsess okay. about everything. So, yeah, if I wasn't aware, that would be a very, very rare day. Such the way mm-hmm. I obsess and control and try and control everything in my life, which doesn't work, yeah. but I try. So, yeah, I don't see that happening, quite frankly, but but you never know either. But but to answer your question, no, I don't think it's happened. But it it might be – I could actually I could actually picture it happening to somebody that might not have the control, as you say you do. Okay, where that other internal takes over. Hmm. I can totally see that too. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You see that, you see that with people. You see that with people that don't even think that their other can. You know, mm-hmm. where they just let that that other side, you know, take over. Right. Right. And it, right. it usually is spurred by an emotion or, you know, a, a, an angry thought or something that you know, a smell or whatever. It's almost the beast in them talking yeah. about. Uh, yeah, you know where I'm talking about the turtle. Yeah, the beast. Absolutely. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> maybe okay. the other kin, Ed. You know, maybe the other kin just have more control than those people who aren't Wertherian or other kin. And you know, maybe if they, those people that do kind of lose control would have more, you know, training or experience or even knowledge of the yeah, wear side of things. Yeah, they might. Ha- that might be. It might be in a good door for them to open. They might not even be aware of what the other personality is coming out. Right. You know. So yeah. to become aware of your wear would be a good thing, I think. Mm, that is definitely possible. Hmm. I just like this. You know, have to do some study on that one, but that could be. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because you got the knowledge to know, and that's got the knowledge to know. There might be people like me that, you know, this is kind of a new subject, and that's why I'm tripping over it a little and uh, asking the questions, basically, of somebody that don't know. And But yet, have enough knowledge of, you know, dealing with people and reading them. It's an interesting concept. Because, the experience uh, I have with shape-shifting is one of using it on purpose for a magical intent, and it could be just about any type of a creature. You know, you take on the aspect of that creature because of its attributes, because of its power or its gentleness or its majesty or its ferociousness, you know. You kind of pick and choose. So for someone just to be always with the same creature, that's a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. And where I... Basically, what we started off with this, uh, with the conversation tonight, when I mentioned the werewolf, it's not so much the person ter- turning into a wolf type of creature. 
it's more or less what the movie struck me is how somebody could change from being what they are to being some like a beast. Okay, at times, with, you know, in human nature, people do do that, and uh, you know, without turning into an actual creature, but the personality in that, there are some people that turn into a beast. Um, and there are so. probably other kin out there, Ed, that do exactly what you're describing. There probably are. There probably are out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, people that are, you know, not as in control as Witch Dragon, let's say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and it's probably good that Witch Dragon is a control freak. Just imagine Witch Dragon if you weren't. What would be the <laughs> scenario? What's the scenario then? <laughs> yeah. well, if you I weren't the control know, freak, you are. <laughs> You don't even want to look at that, do you? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> no, no. What would you suggest people to do to find out more about this? Well, let's see. There's definitely since you know the internet. Well, I don't. There's not currently a lot of books on other kin. So my first suggestion, obviously, would be to look inside yourself. But then after that, and in, in conjunction with that. You definitely look up on a lot of sites, you know, or rather you should type in on any search engine they have today, you know, other kin or Therian, you know, and go from there. I mean, there's going to be good and bad and in-between sites, and they have to make their own decision on that. This, mm-hmm. but, but even before you go on sites, you know, try to even look it up, you know, like in a Wikipedia kind of thing, at least for content, and then, mm-hmm. and then go from there. So that would be my first suggestion. I would definitely, you know, obviously I'd prefer books, of course, but since there's not a whole lot of books on it, except, you know, a field guide to other kin by Lupa, but other than that, there's not a lot of books, so primarily your my my best bet or my best suggestion to people would be type it up on the computer and see what you find and then go from there. Talk to other you, people and then go from there. How did you discover that it was within you or in you? Okay. Um. Hmm. That's actually that might be question. that might be a good way to direct people too. You know, okay. uh, how did you discover? Okay. Well, that's actually a very like I said a good question. Okay. Suffice to say, you know, I had an awakening when in '95, or actually '94, going on '95, I should say. Um, it, it was a slow process, and it, oddly enough, it sounds like a little bit of a you know a bad you know, plot to it, or a good plot to a 60s TV show, but I'm mm-hmm. going to say it anyway, because it's the truth. I, I've actually found a dragon necklace with my mom at a flea market. I know how that sounds. And Go ahead. I, it, it, it's just, yeah, it, I'm still laughing. I'm kind of laughing about it now. But, um, so that's kind of how it started. I was drawn to it. it was, I wasn't really drawn to dragons before that, mind you, but but for some reason, I, I was drawn to this necklace, and I really, really want it. Not like I really just want other things, you know, I was when I was 15 or 14. But I really wanted this, and my mom said, you know, if it's there at the end of the day, I'll get it for you. Suffice to say, it was there. I got it. And slowly but surely, I it started, you know, not like talking to me like in a crazy way or anything. But, you know, mm-hmm. something, let's just say a dragon, not me, of course, a red dragon, you know, who later became my teacher, my guide, ugh, and so many other things, you know, was... You know, I was starting to make up stories, you know, and, you know, and fiction, you know, and scenarios and such. I was always very creative as a child, apparently, and as a teenager. And so that's basically how my awakening began. 
basically. And then moving fast forward into the early two or yeah, early two thousands. You know, I, I by then I knew more or less what I was or who I was, but you know, I, I wanted to see if there was more. If there, if I was just alone and sucks, like you know, I felt like oh my god, I'm the only one. I'm sure I went to someone in high school who was a little bit you know different too, and that's putting uh-huh. it mildly. You know, but I want to see there's others, and so I started finding, you know, some dragon websites, and I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my goodness. You know, I didn't even know about the term I was a kid until I found websites. And around, I'd say maybe 2003, 2004, 2005, something like that. Okay. I'm not sure on dates anymore, I'm afraid. So from there, I started, other than dragons, I found other people. You know, that's how I came to the term slowly to other kin, and then where or rather Therian, I'm like, okay, why are they saying Therian? But then, as I said earlier, I found out why, and then from there, that's how I found out. It was a really progression and a slow one at that, how I came to how I came to find out who I am, and then rather later came to find other people. Hmm. Okay. So it was when you got the necklace that the red dragon as your teacher or spirit guide was able to come through? Did I understand that right? Um. Yes, pretty much. That's pretty much how okay. it happened. Okay. Well, see, now, that's very interesting. That... Were you practicing magic before or after the fact? After the fact, actually. Okay. All right. Now, you have a couple web pages. What are the web pages, may I ask? Okay. Um, now, my um, YouTube is, if you just type, you know, youtube.com slash you know, Witch Dragon, you'd find some of my pages I have there. It, I mean, my page, my videos, I to say, have there. Uh, it, I basically just go on in depth about explaining what other kin and Therian is, you know, to everybody, or mm-hmm. whatever I think that day, or I haven't updated it in a while. So that's pretty much, you know, just some of my views, basically, I have on okay. YouTube. And my other website, you know, is on Zazzle.com. If you put a slash, you know, just type in Witch Dragon. I, you know, mm-hmm. I also, you know, working on selling other kin-inspired products, you know, or mag- and magic-inspired products, of course, like T-shirts, buttons, mugs, etc. So that's pretty much what my website's about on that one. Okay. So they could just uh, go to YouTube and type in Witch Dragon? Yeah. And yes. you would pop up. Okay. Okay, cool, cool. Um, anything you would like to say? Anything else? In close. Um, what people should know, any last thoughts you want to leave us with? Oh, yes. Basically, just, you know, if you think you're other kin, first, like, I, just look inside yourself. Then do as much research as you can. Don't rush it. Don't assume one way or the other. Don't listen to just one person what they think. Even if they're right, still take what they say, you know, within, you know, some content and a grain of salt and see if it works with you. If it don't, then it don't. Basically, keep looking until, well, until you find yourself, frankly, basically. And never stop learning and never stop growing when it comes to finding who you are. Okay. Okay. Well, we got like uh, ten minutes left, so I'd like to say thank you, Witch Dragon, for being on tonight. Um, You're welcome. I'm happy and that was was there to, like I told you, I was uh, stumbling across because this is a whole different subject for me. And I'm um, grateful Annette knows 
um, a lot about it. So, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's good to learn more. <laughs> and uh, Witch Dragon, thank you very much. Uh, you you had a subject that we've never had on before, and uh, very interesting. Yeah, our best wishes to you. Oh, thank you, and thank you for having me on. No okay. problem. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Blessed be. Blessed be. Whoa. Hi. Hi. Sorry for the stumbling, but it was like, wow, that was a deep subject. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, uh, yeah. We haven't touched on it before. So, again, Hollywood has uh, kind of curved our perception of what a wear is. Yeah. Yeah. That and, uh, yeah, it was very interesting. Other ten. I may actually have to do a little bit more looking or research on it because uh, I'm still a little, like, hmm, question mark. You know what I'm saying? And uh, We may have other wares or Therians write into us and let us know their ideas, too, so maybe we can explore it a little bit more, too. And I'm very interested. In, uh, I didn't know you do the um, shape-shifting yourself. Hmm. <laughs> you, besides, no, that's not something I, I do a lot of. However, I know a lot about it. Very good. Um, hmm. Maybe once we get done with our uh, our um, Black Mirror, we could go into that. But um, It might lead you there if you have that personification coming out. Just for anybody who wants to look on YouTube, I found Witch Dragon here, and it's spelled W-I-C-T-H-D-R-A-G-O-N. So he might have had to spell it a little differently there to uh, have his own name be up there. So W-I-C-T-H-D-R-A-G-O-N. And you can see okay. Witch Dragon there explaining the different things that he's talking about. Okay. Yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. I'll have to do that. Um, yeah. In your experience, mm-hmm. um, so you say at times, sometimes mm-hmm. make your magic work. You're able mm-hmm. to tap a different type of animals. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Like, for example, if you are having a, a certain ceremony around a certain amount, of t- around a certain time, you might find that crow is you're very in alignment with crow or perhaps you are very in alignment with rabbit or toad or squirrel or, I mean, I'm, I'm giving some happy fluffy ones here, mm-hmm. but um, you, you find that you want to take on the aspect of that creature to better understand something that you're dealing with in human terms even. So, for example, if, if you take on squirrel, I'll just say squirrel for an example, um, yeah. you might put yourself into a kind of a transic state where you try to create your astral self, okay, so in your mind only, as that creature. You would see what it sees, you would learn what it knows, you would follow its instincts. For a squirrel, perhaps, it's about being very careful to store enough away for a Mm -hmm. time that's harder later, you know, Mm -hmm. so gathering what is necessary for later. You know, so Mm -hmm. when I'm back in my awakened human form, I might okay. think, okay, what I really need now, I've really looked at that, and this is autumn, and I see how squirrel behaves, so I might do myself some goodness, you know, <laughs> be a little better off for following squirrel's uh-huh. advice. You know what okay. I mean? It's very much like a Native American animal totem. 
you know, being so close to that creature, but being able to just shape shift your your thought into a creature that you're you find attractive at the time because it's obviously okay. it's something that you need. Oh, you might shape shift into a scorpion, you know, or you know, a dragon like which dragon did based okay. on what you want to get out of it. Or, or what you think uh, that animal has to offer. Different type of animal for bra- bravery and stuff like that then. Exactly, exactly. Okay. And then being gentle, uh, being ferocious when, if you're Yeah. Yeah. And when you come out of it Yeah. You pretty much it's it's almost like motivation. Uh under it's, whatever it's to gain topic. yeah. To gain knowledge okay. for what you have ahead of you. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. To make you stronger. Yeah, even to gentle you. If you're one of those people that's always ah, off the wall, angry or whatever, you know, you Uh, might want to go do some rabbit shape-shifting or some, you know, just so you can find gentle and quiet and peaceful, you know? Okay. And I'm randomly choosing these animals, but, yeah, you you might just want to discover what those are about. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, um, you're going to be at an event coming up on the 20th. You got I am, here. that's right. The 2D NCME, and that stands for uh, All Together. It's, uh, it's a unity of faith coming together. So it, whether you are Wiccan, consider yourself a, a good old pagan, a Druid, a Christian, a, a, someone who practices Buddhism, whatever it is, whatever faith you are of, you are invited. Um, we hold it on the summer solstice. So this year it's going to be on June the 20th, Sunday, June the 20th, in Joliet at the Woods. And uh, Rosina and her circle host it. And they've got um, some people coming in for the opening ceremony that are going to bring something new to the table. And it's a wonderful day. And, of course, you find your your artisans and your readers and Everybody comes together in community. It's a it's a really nice day. Rosina's group does a great job with it. And they're at the Temple of the Morgan. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah. And I'm, like I said, the 13th is going to be an open house at the Humphrey House in Orland Park. Um, historians will be there. I'll be there. Uh, Prairie State Paranormal will be there. And uh, come on out uh, from 1 to 5, no fees. Um, and enjoy the day there too. So, Annette, I'm going to call you in a couple minutes. Listeners, okay. we real have quick, a bunch Ed, of Ed, can I real quick throw in um, to find out more about 2D and CME? Go to www.heartofthemorrigan.org. And Morrigan is M O R R I G H A N. Heartofthemorrigan.org. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay. And, uh, listeners, we have a lot of you on chat and everything. Thank you for tuning in tonight. And, uh, I'm going to talk to Annette when we get off the air about another uh, bringing something back every other week. And uh, thank you. We'll be back on the 20th. Guess yet to be announced. So, uh, Annette, thank you. I'll call you in a couple minutes. Listeners, thank you. Have a good night. Be safe. Stay dry, everybody. Good night. Bless you,